Hello, welcome to episode 83 of Movies and Us. I am Marcus. And I'm TJ. And this is the movie review show that reviews genre movies from the beginning sometimes. <laughs> We're reviewing The Avengers! The 2012 movie, The Avengers, guys. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Everyone's so excited to hear us talk about this movie. Anyways, um, yeah, this movie came out April 11, 2012 in El Captain Theater, wherever that's at. And had a wide worldwide release in the United States at least on May 4th, 2012. It's got a runtime of 143 minutes. That's two hours and 23 minutes. It's directed. I feel like it should do box office next, but it's not. This movie was directed by Josh Whedon. Josh, sorry, Joss Whedon. Um, should we talk about him being a scumbag or no? So I no, mean, I, 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 I only ask because we did it with Zack Snyder. Uh, Zack Snyder. Wow, sorry, Zack Snyder. We did it with um, who did X Men? I did that ex uh, Brian Brian, Brian Singer. Yeah. And that's only because he was problematic on the set, I believe. But uh, should we talk about Whedon if he was problematic on the set or not? We can. As soon as you get through the credits. Okay. So I, I don't think I have anything to say about it, but I just think we should I don't want to avoid it if we don't want to avoid it. Um so yeah. Directed by Joss Whedon, screenplay by Joss Whedon, stories by, by Zach Penn and Joss Whedon, based on, don't care about that, produced by Kevin Feige. Starring a slew of people. We have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man slash Tony Stark. We have Chris Evans as Captain America, a.k.a. Steve Rogers. We have Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Hulk, The Incredible Hulk. Let's just get this out of the way right now. He's replacing Edward Norton. So Yes, yes. Everyone knows this. We just, I just wanted to state it so we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I remember that being controversial at the time too. But man, well, because Marvel said he's he's a jerk. They he says they're a jerk, and which is on par for anyone who deals with uh, that guy. What's his name? Shit, just had it. Edward Norton. Yeah, which because it makes sense. So you know, yeah. And Mark Ruffalo was like, "Hey, I'm friends with um, Edward Norton," and, and I the way I look at it, he's bequeathed this role to me. Yeah, and that's all we need to say about that. Mark Ruffalo seems like a great guy to get a beer with. Although I feel like he would talk a year off. Anyways, well, you know, you know. <laughs> Yep. I have a question about Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Wasn't he fired from Avengers at one point? Fired from the movie? Not this movie, but like in general as Hulk. Well, did I hear something? Am I remembering wrong? I don't ever recall the main cast ever having like controversy like that of like being I don't know. I, like, I so really, hard to work with that may, people want to fired. A, maybe it was a joke or something. <laughs> maybe. maybe cause I know like him and Tom Holland, they would like spoil things. Maybe it, it was something like that. Because yeah, I, I remember something along the lines of him saying something, and then Kevin Feige saying, "You're still fired, Mark," or something like that. It had to have been joking. Yeah, I don't think I've heard it at the, at the time. Yeah, that, I, I'm just remembering things from years ago. Now at this point, like, oh god, yeah, this movie My just mind. Uh, this just movie is just triggering things. It does, doesn't it? It's like wow, <laughs> I remember a lot that went on during this time period. Um, so yeah, Mark Ruffalo is an incredible Hulk. We have Chris Hemsworth as Thor. We have Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, aka Natasha Romanoff. We we have Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, aka Clint something. Barton. Yes. We have Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Stellan Skarsgård as Doctor, and Eric Samuel Eric. Jackson as Nick Fury. Eric and Selvig. what's up? The doctor's name's Eric Selvig. Thank you. And we also have Phil Coulson, played by Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg, thank you. Um other names down this thing. You want, we want to go through the names because I'm like a Colby, Colby Smothers. That's it. Um, let's see here. Who else? Gwyneth Paltrow, Maximilian, Maxim, Max Emiliano Hernandez, uh, Paul Bettany, Alexis Denisoff. Doesn't surprise me. He was in it because he was an angel. Damon Portier, 
Uh, Powers Booth. Powers Booth. And Jenny. Jenny Ugger. There's, they're not in the list order, so I have to skim through the yeah stupid thing. G- Gideon, Gideon, Gideon Malik. No, that is the name of the character. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Stanley. Stanley has a cameo. Yeah, Stanley's in oh, there. He does. Ha- ha- Harry Dean Stanton. He was in this. Yes. Oh, he was a security guard. He was a security. Oh guard. my goodness. Uh, Jersey Skolomowski. That's not. Uh, Warren Cole was the guy playing Galaga. I, I'll say, I'm gonna say it now. Uh, I've, like, ever since when I first saw this movie, 2012, and now I hate that bit. I hate and that then, dumb joke. And Enver Gojgach, Jogach, Jokaj, I think that's his name. He was a cop, but he was also went on to play um, Agent Carter's partner in her show. So, huh. so he's got two roles in the MCU. Nice. All right. That's that. Why is Don Cheadle in this movie? They mentioned something about Don Cheadle in the behind the scenes stuff. Okay. So if you want to go through the box office, I'll look through that. Okay. Yeah. Cause I just, I just thought about like he was in the second one, right? As Warhammer. Yes. Yeah. That's weird. I just, I just thought about that just now. Fascinating. Um, yeah, because they write. I get why they write off everyone else who didn't show up. But hmm. anyway, so yeah, that's the cast and crew. Well, not crew, but you know, uh, the box office. This movie made a budget had a budget of two hundred and twenty million. Two hundred twenty million budget, and this movie made a great, outstanding box office. I'm not gonna say because I'm gonna do the top five right now. The top five of 2012 worldwide. Here we go. Uh, number five. Ice Age, Continental Drift, with $877 million. Ice Age, which one? Continental Drift. So I don't know if that's three or four or whatever. You don't know this stuff? You're supposed to know this stuff. <laughs> if I was a child, sure. But I know I saw the first two, maybe? I've never seen an Ice Age. I ain't missing out. And the next four movies all break a billion dollars. So that's something. And number four, The Hobbit, an unexpected jersey. Jersey, an <laughs> unexpected journey. <laughs> uh, the Hobbit. Yes. Which one's that? That's the first one. Oh, that's the first one. Okay, I've never seen any of those either. No, nah, I seen that. I seen Lord of the Rings. I like those movies. So I'm not gonna watch The Hobbit. Uh, number number three. Spoiler for a few weeks from now. The Dark Knight Rises. Doesn't deserve it. It made one billion dollars, eight hundred eighty-one. Or sorry, eighty-one million. Et yeah. I don't know. That movie is too long and too. It's not good. It's not good. It's just off the success of the first one. That's going to be another long one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's going to be like a six-hour review. I'm not. <laughs> That's bullshit, TJ. It's not fair. <laughs> like, I feel like this one, this Avengers movie, I can go in an hour. But that one's going to be a long one. Okay, number two was Skyfall. Oh, James Bond? Yeah, I'm actually really surprised. Like, James Bond's a popular but i didn't think it was like top five popular oh that one was really good just cinematography wise storyline wise i remember that one being like this is a good james bond movie it is a good james bond movie um it made 1.1 billion dollars and at number one with 1.5 billion dollars being the greatest movie of all time for a long time until whatever else came out after that the avengers 1.5 billion it was the third highest grossing movie ever that's insane and held that spot until well, until... Jurassic it, something, maybe? I forget. What? Until what? 
Jurassic Park? Something else took that spot after that, but yeah. Oh, I don't know. I would figure, you know, Avengers broke it. Maybe, but I know the Jurassic series did good. Some other shit. Maybe Star Wars. Star Wars came out after this too, right? That's true. Star Wars probably. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, don't, I don't think the Star Wars movie, maybe the first one of the sequels made broke a billion. I don't, I don't think anything else in that series broke a billion. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out eventually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's the box office of 2012. Um... We'll revisit it next week, probably, definitely, for sure. Well, we'll uh, revisit it every week. Well, not just, the top yeah. five, but... If we're going to revisit that top five, though. Um, so, yeah, behind the scenes, what about Rhodey? Yeah, I mean, it's just, he got... It, it looks like more along the lines, he got cast for Iron Man 2 pretty late. Okay. Because he was replacing the other guy, and they just didn't have time or whatever to put him in the script. I feel it'd be easy to put in the script, though. That's that's interesting. When that when Iron Man 2 come out? Uh, was that 2011? Yes. No, 2010. Yeah, so they had, they had time. Man, well, you gotta take into consideration the script was probably already done by then. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't a half-ass script, so that's fair, I guess. I mean, there was a few issues with the script, too. Like, like what? It was written, and then Josh came in and redid it, and apparently, like, he didn't want to collaborate with the other writer and stuff, so... Of course. Because apparently he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about his bullshit now or no? Yeah, I, I mean, I have nothing to say because I don't. I generally don't know. Like, apparently, he's like, not great to female actors, actresses. Apparently, but that's all I know about. Yeah, Josh he's apparently not a very good guy in that instant, and he pretended to be for a long time because he made stuff like Buffy and stuff like that. So yes, everybody thought he was one this you know feminist kind of guy and then he turns out not so much so and then now there's horror stories about you know everything he's been involved yeah he's just a jerk it's a shame too because i like practically almost everything he's been in too and i will i think we talked about this before i like on not about him but just this topic in general but like i'm still gonna like the stuff he's done oh yeah no i, I, like, love, I will never get to, like that thing to get away from me. i love buffy and angel so i yeah. don't care and again, i still, i'm only bringing this up because it's our first time talking about him i believe in the movies and you just just get out the way because people are like oh what about this huh? like i i still read buffy comics to this day oh wow okay so yes so I like that. I I um not sure what else he done besides you know the superhero stuffs and cabin in the woods. But did he do who? Didn't he didn't do Serenity slash? Yes, he did Fire, Firefly. Huh? Firefly. Yes, yeah, did. I like he Firefly did. a lot. I actually never got around to watching those. It's generally it's generally good. But yeah, I mean I have them. I owned them. Sure but watch it. I never got around to it because it's only one season and yeah, getting invested in something and then like up it's over, you know. Uh, anything else we'll talk about behind the scenes? Well, I was talking about the script, and then you... Uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, before we do that, I just want to say this again. I only brought Josh Sweden up because it's our first time interacting with the guy's name. I felt we should talk about him just, like, just because I don't care about the gossip. I'm not that gotcha kind of... I don't, I don't think it's shit. gossip at this point, but... No, but you know what I mean. I'm not trying to be like, ah, like, I don't care. Just letting people know we are aware of it and we're addressing it. That's it. But yes, back to the script. So, like, other things like Emily Blunt was originally supposed to be uh, Black Widow. Okay. But Scarlet replaced her. And they weren't sure, like, um, I forget what the reason was about something with the script. So they, uh, oh, they weren't sure if they were going to have Scarlett Johansson. And as. Yeah. Well, we're hearing all, about this. They weren't going to have it. So they actually wrote a huge, a bunch of pages with, with the Wasp. Yes. But not 
who the Wasp is nowadays, but with Zoe Deschanel. But like then obviously um, Scarlet came through and she took the role. Uh, and then they were afraid that Loki wouldn't be able to hold up by himself as a villain. Mm-hmm. So then they wrote a whole draft with another villain about Obadiah Stane's son, Ezekiel, in it. Okay. So... They were going to have that, but then, you know, they were like, hey, we can have the Avengers fight themselves for a while, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't add an extra layer of stuff yeah. to that. Mm, it wasn't necessary. The movie's fine as it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's it. That's all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Okay. Uh, anything else we'll talk about before we get into it? Yeah, I got a few trailers on my DVD. Oh, we'll talk about them. So, I got a tra- uh, trailer, obviously, for Phase 1. Ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum. Okay. Uh, I got a trailer for. Can't read that word. The Avengers Alliance. It's a shitty mobile game. So. Oh. And then Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, and then an Avengers cartoon. So a lot of crap, essentially. And the movie Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie. Yeah. Frankenweenie. On the Frankenweenie's good movie. Sorry. Are you okay? I just don't care. I don't like Tim Burton kind of shit, so it's a good movie. Fucking weenie. But that, that's all my travels for this one. Nothing really interesting to speak of. That's fair. It's your turn. So, okay. Thank you, TJ. Let's get into the Avengers 2012. Uh, you ready? You ready? Yeah, we're ready. Let's do this. So, we start up with the good old-fashioned Marvel. And we get... Is that a voiceover? No. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. There's a voiceover. Yeah. yeah okay. Kidding. Yeah. And we start a- in space. Space. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, so we get we start in space and we see a a hooded creature talking to. I assume it's Thanos, right? I we're assuming. It's uh, it's Thanos. It's gotta be Thanos. who else would we be talking to? It's Thanos. And he's they got this hooded creature is giving us a, what happened up to last movie. So the Tesseract has been taken. It's in the and it's become awakened under the human's control. So it's time to attack the humans and use the power of the Tesseract to do the ultimate plan of bullshittery take over the universe. Whatever. Uh, yeah, the secret um, agent. Loki has been given a staff, a specter, a scepter, I'm sorry, to use and wield his power to, you know, do shit with this thing. And so, yeah, this, this, we're going to attack the Earth guy and like Dennis, with like, an army deal. called the K- Kachitari. Yes. So, this is really the only comic stuff that I really need to discuss right here. Okay. Because everything else we've practically already talked about. Yes. So, like the other, which is Alexis Denethoff's character, the mask guy. Okay. I think. I couldn't find anything on him, so I think he was created for this movie. Okay. And then the Chitari were, like, what's the other alien race called in Marvel? Xenomorphs. No, in Marvel Universe, the Scars. Gotcha. Oh, um, yeah, I think so. Oh, um, something probably. like that. I forget what their name is. The the ones that are in, re- in recent stuff and stuff like that, the shape changers. Yeah. Well, the Chitari were just them in the Ultimate Universe, which was, there was the... In, the in Marvel Comics, there was the regular continuity, and then they did a more adult version, which was just an excuse to be stupid in the ultimate side of things. What do you, what do you mean? Like, it, there was a bunch of over-the-top bullcrap, like, blood and sex and stuff that was unnecessary in the ultimate stuff. Oh, just make it X-rated, make it X-rated. Okay. Not not X-rated, but, like, just... R. PG-13. It was just, like, egregious... Um, Violent movie. I'm just... I'm, I'm finding... I forget what the word is, it, but excessive. it's like ex- it's excessive, but there's like unnecessarily so. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? It yes. was just like like a lot of this was just disgusting and stupid, honestly. Like they had um that's where the whole thing where Quicksilver and Scarlet which became an incestual couple and just I'm, 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 I'm pretty sold on it, TJ. I'm pretty sold now. Gross, stupid crap. You what know, else? Stuff what's, like that. What, else out, what else happens? Like the blob from the X Men is like he's got like eating superpowers and he can like eat anything, and he threatens to eat people, and then he does. He he literally eats the wasp. This is great. What else? What else? What else? This does, you're not you not deter me at all from this. Um, there's a bunch of other crap. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's just a lot of a lot of bullshit. They killed this, but they, they like the one thing that really came out of it was they kill off Peter Parker, and that's where Miles Morales came from. Oh, okay, so that's good. That's the only thing that kind of spun off into the MC yeah. Marvel comics. So every piece of shit has this little cornflake. But yeah, but yeah. Anything I mean, else? But like, so the the Chitauri that we got here are n- not from the the comics, really. Okay. These Chitauri didn't debut until after they were portrayed in this. So, but that's it, comic-wise. And then I guess we could talk about, like, we were talking about it off-screen. This is, like, loosely based off the first issue of the Avengers. Yeah. And, like, this isn't the original Avengers scenes from the comics. It it was, who did I say it was? Hulk, Iron Man, Thor. Was it uh, Wasp? Wasp and Ant-Man. Yeah, so. And they fought Loki, and they beat him in a ridiculously stupid way. We'll tell him how you want to wait till we get to it. No, I mean a bunch of ants hit a switch and he <laughs> fall down a hole that's how they defeated him in the comics that's awesome I think for, that's, that's very cinematic yeah i'm sure it is oh, man. Eh, nothing much okay well, back to the review oh, she has something else you want to say nope okay so so we're caught up on what events is happening to lead the movie and then we cut to agent is it nick agent fury nick fury was it agent director mm-hmm. director fury agent fury nick fury are all correct Samuel Jackson, the bad mother motherfucker Fury. I have to cut that out. God damn it! Nick Fury uh, is headed to is uh, called to go to the uh, base where they are testing. The military is testing the test direct power and stuff like that. Well, not military shield and shield. And yeah, I don't want to take. I don't want to tell people yet what it's about. But yeah, they're testing this, the power of the test direct for stuff and things. Uh, the base is on. Is that the the place is. The, 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 since the Tesseract is awakening, it's getting too powerful. It's making the structure shake and it's going to collapse. So everyone's evacuating, panicking because this is, it hasn't woken up before. What's causing it? They don't know and they're freaking out. So we get we're introduced at this split scene. We're introduced to Kobe Smolder, uh Kobe, what's her name? Kobe Smolders. Smolders. Okay, yeah, Kobe Smolders. We can see Ada Colson there. We see the her, Doc. Her name in the movie is Maria Hill. So Maria, who is also from the comics, but she's just a Shield agent. Nothing really to talk about there. She's just like. Like, you know, politics and shield. She became director for a little while and stuff like that. Okay. We see the doctor from the Thor movie and we see Hawkeye. He's yes. talking to Fury. And we made this the first time I've actually seen Hawkeye beef Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so as we're discussing what to do when this is weird, uh, the test rocks uh, uh, activates and opens up a portal. And who comes to the portal? Loki. And he's like, oh, I'm Loki, guys. I'm here to fuck you up. And he starts killing people. It looks like right. he wants, like, hasn't slept in 14 weeks well and i remember that's how he looked at the end of the movie okay hold on yeah this this thank you for bringing it up because i was gonna die out over this so Loki comes in kills a lot of people and uh, he says i'm loki i'm this that and the third and the doctor says from thor movie you're thor's brother so that's my question for you tj 
Remember at the end mm-hmm. of Thor, mm-hmm. the post credit scene, Loki was either. I don't remember the first credit scene. What was the post credit scene? Post credit scene uh, was Loki. He was either controlling or he was impersonating this doctor. Remember, oh, the doctor right. was talking to Fury yeah. or someone about the Tesseract, and he, right. he looks into the window or the mirror, and they can see Loki's reflection instead of his. Uh, so what the f- they just like I guess they I guess said we're not doing that we're doing something else or yeah I either they they changed it up like and they it's not or you know how he it can exist in the world without being in the world like in the Thor uh, no because he remember he was as a doctor talking to Fury so unless he was like inhabiting no the guy's well, body. you could yeah I know I think they just changed the scene up a little bit but like. That scene, like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense because he doesn't have the doctor under control until he gets here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's just, it's doesn't make sense. Okay, okay. Because I thought you would have had the answer to that or so. That's why I was bringing it up to you. No, it's, there is no answer to it. It just doesn't make sense. Okay, okay. Um. So, yeah, Loki goes, comes in, wrecks house, kills people, takes the Tesseract. Uh, he t- as he's taking the Tesseract, he turns Hawkeye under though, his control. Yeah. To be fair, though, it seems like they were having trouble figuring out how they were going to get Thor characters into this movie. <laughs> oh, do you think so? Well, yeah, because if you remember at the end of Thor, the bridge was Thor the bridge was restored and Thor was trapped in Asgard. And then they mentioned, like, in a sentence, hey, they must have, Odin must have used a lot of dark magic to get you here. Yeah, yeah. They kind of yada yada. Over, oh, he's here. This is how he's here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they really like, do yada yada. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. They just, we needed to get Thor and Loki here somehow. This is how we're doing it. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of things that yada 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 over. It's fine now. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, uh, Loki comes in and kills people. He has to take it on Tesseract. He starts to turn a few of the people over to his side by tapping their hearts with the scepter, and it changes and mind controls them. So he taps the Doctor from Thor, Hawkeye, and some other people, maybe? I think it's just mainly those two people we care about. Some other red shirts. Yeah, red shirts, yeah. And now the Doctor and uh, Hawkeye are under Loki's control, and they're bad guys now. And so there's a car chase as they run away. Uh, uh, Loki kills, shoots Samuel Jackson. No, he doesn't. Hawkeye does. Hulk does. Hulk, Hulk does. And he's Samuel Jackson's death for a few seconds. Um, so, yeah, as the, this is the night to car chase because they're trying to get the Tesseract out, et cetera, et cetera. It's like a five minute car chase, long car chase. It's uh, kind of boring. And and the end of the car chase, Loki gets away with it, the Tesseract. And oh no, if they're threat level seven, Samuel Jackson's not happy. He calls the guys, like, hey guys, we got to do the Avengers shit. And we cut to the, it says Avengers title. Then we get to introduction of Black Widow. Now we're just going to introduce all the characters. Yes. Yeah, that's all it is. It's introducing each character separately. Except for Thor. Except for Thor, because he had his own movie, guys, so be happy with that. So did Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Like I said, that's why I think (laughs) they were like, they had the, like, they wrote to some sort of the corner. How the hell are we going to get Thor into this movie? Yes. Why would they, why did they do that in this? If they planned on getting to this point, right? I assume they planned on getting to uh, Black, or not Black, but getting to Avengers. Why did they destroy the bridge? I mean, it, it makes sense in the movie, but not the overarching one, I guess. I don't think they had a. They, don't have, they didn't have one writer write in all the scripts. Each the, each movie has its own writers. So. No, no, no. I get that, but like as, as you would think, the notes are you can write Thor essentially by by here the basic bowling box, and by the last building block, you have to make sure he's be able to get to Earth for the Avengers. Yeah, but I think it was like more along the lines. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh shit, we wrote ourselves in the corner. We have the Avengers here. How are we getting Thor here? 
It was like one of those moments. Yeah, that's just weird. Um, so yeah, we're interested in each character individually. First, we get Black Widow. She's getting interrogated. She's interrogating her people. She's interrogating people by being interrogated. It's clever. It's cool. I don't want to say too much about it about you guys seeing it, but it shows that she's very if, manipulative. Well, if they haven't seen this movie by now. TJ, you say that a lot about movies, but there's a lot of movies you haven't seen that have came out during this time frame or before. Yeah, but this is like the biggest movie of the last decade. Have you seen Avatar? No. Exactly. So anyways. So what does that have to do with it? It's the biggest movie of the decade. Literally the biggest movie. Avatar didn't have uh, 20 sequels. So? I'm just saying. At some point, they probably have seen the movie. I don't know, but maybe they haven't. If they're children. Or or, or people who watch Fox News. (laughs) Wow, wow, TJ, really? They're old. Anyways, this shows that the Black Widow is pretty much manipulative and very cunning, and she can twist things in her favor always. So she can't trust her, but for good reasons. Uh, so she kicks people's ass and escapes. Next up, we get to... That's not what happened. What are you talking about? You skipped over the whole reason why we're showing the scene. What's the reason? Because Coulson calls the terrorist guy. Yeah. You didn't say that. Okay, yeah. Colson calls Terrace guy to recruit to tell like Black Yeah. To tell, she tells, to tell her that she's gotta come in. Yeah, and you gotta get the big guy. And that's where we get the twist that she's, you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. And then she says then she's she thinks Stark's the big guy, and then she's like a little freaked out that she has gotta go after the other big guy. Yeah, the big big guy who we get to, and it's Bruce Banner. And Bruce Banner is lured into a room. That's weird. I'm not going to say it that way. Bruce Banner is... A doctor. A doctor in Brazil. Helping, helping He's people. hiding. He's helping you know, people who are poor. It's Calcutta, by the way. Not Brazil. Where? Calcutta. Yeah, not America. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in some place brown. And he's helping people who are not rich and, you know, well, not well off. And so a child lures him into a room by themselves. That's weird. <laughs> he is taken to a room and he thinks he's going to help someone. But lo and behold... Black Widow's there. She's like, hey, I'm recruiting you for the Avengers. And he's like, nah. And she's like, yes. And she's like, okay, I'm in. We get to Nick Fury. He's talking to the Shadow Government, the council, or if you want to call them. I'm not sure what the council is. They come up a few times about these movies. And I know by, well, no, I think by the time they reveal the, Hy- the Hell Hydra shit, that's when it kind what, of dissolves. Like two movies from now? What? Two, three movies from now? No, more than three movies. No, I'm pretty sure it's Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, and then it's Winter Soldier. Was that was it a Winter Soldier? Yeah, that can't be that quick. Wow, but okay, yeah, three I'm Marvel like movies from now. I guess sure. I don't. I don't know when the Hydra thing happens, but it's. In, I know exactly when it happens. It happens in Winter Soldier because it happens at the end of the first season of Agents of Shield. Oh, okay, and that's that happens. The first season happened right after, like, like the the fall of this year because you know of the thing that happens in this movie. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I just thought the Hell Hydra thing was later on in the series, but I guess you're right. No, huh. it happens pretty pretty soon. Okay, fascinating. So yeah, the Shadow Government is there. They're just trying to tell Nick Fury, "Hey, man, we don't like the Avengers." What, you know what's interesting? What's up? Interesting. Some of the guys on there. On with the shadow government? Yeah, do become bi- bigger players in the Hell Hydra thing, yes. but in the TV show. Of course. <laughs> like that Malik Gideon guy, uh-huh. big role in the TV show. It's fascinating. I like that, though. It's pretty cool. It's a more of a world that we live in. So, yeah, Nick Fury's trying to say, hey, we should do the Avengers thing, and the government's like, nah, we're not doing that. Nick Fury's like, go f*** yourself, I'm doing it anyways. And he's like, okay, cool. So, or they're like warning him, like, hey, make sure it works That's out. That's not what happens either, but, you know. Well, what happens? What happens? He's like, 
we need a response team. And they keep saying, what about all the weapons we're developing? They're like, he's not rudder. We need a response team. And they're like, okay. And they begrudgingly agree to his stances of, let's try yeah, the you just made it so, You just made it sound like he brushed off and did what he wanted. That's not, doesn't happen. He later. kind of does for the most part in these movies. So like, and later in the movie he does, but right here he he's, he's, he's like the convinces them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we get to then we cut to Cap at the American at the Captain America at the gym. It's the end credit scene from the Captain America movie. He's just boxing. No, it's not. What? It really isn't. What? It's not though. The end credit scene is him doing. Uh, no, the end credits I guess was teasing this. Yes, they only show a piece of it. Yeah, but it's this because because we get a flashback to the first movie yes. essentially. Yeah, and all it's of this is just Dick Fury saying, "Hey, join the Avengers." I got some things to show you. And the Captain's like, "No, but okay." Uh, no, it's. Pretty much, we need you to save the world because in Captain America is like, you just want me back in the world, and he's like, but we need you to save the world. Yeah, yeah, he's recruiting him. Yeah, because he's got more experience with the Tesseract than anyone. Exactly, really. he doesn't want the Tesseract to be around. He's like, no, nah, I should have kept it underwater, man. I should have kept it in the water. Which cuts to Iron Man. He's in the under the ocean. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even get that transition until right now. Oh, that the movie very flows very well. They'll say something in one scene, and they'll cut to the next scene. Pretty much coming off from how the last scene ended, or how the last sentence of the last scene yeah. ended. It's, I just noticed clever. the underwater. Yeah, the way he said that, and then it cuts to Iron Man underwater. Yeah, from Blackwood to the big guy. Hey, getting the big guy. It's just getting the big guy. And the big guy says something about, I don't know how they get the, the, the government, but yeah, it, it flows very well. Anywho, Iron Man underwater, fixing a pipe, turning forward to his, his new start. fixing a pipe. Laying a pipe. Laying a pipe. Yeah. Finishing it off. Yeah. He's constructing a pipe for his new and approved Stark Tower. It's tall. It's bright. It's got his name. It's all about him because he's a flash to egotistical man. That's his whole clean energy. What? Clean energy. Yeah, self-sufficient. It can be able, it can be point. off the grid for, what, a week or something, I guess I said? Yeah, it can run itself for a week, yeah. but it's a plot point. Yes, yes. And a week's pretty good for a thing that size. That's a lot. That's yeah, a it's lot. a giant tower. Yeah. Um. So Coulson shows up as Tony's being Tony with pepper pots. And Coulson's like, hey, here's his homework for you to do. You're joining Avengers, even though we didn't want you in the first place, because I know you still have to rush about that. And Tony's like, I don't want to be it, but I'm going to do it, because I'm going to prove you guys wrong. I'm better than all you guys. And so, yeah, Coulson. Um, so Tony's got to look at all the shit. Coulson and Cap fly a banner time. And then after that, we cut to Coulson with Captain America and the plane. And they're doing a plane to going to where they're all going to be stationed at for the, for the whole movie. And Coulson's just fanboying out. No, it's just for the whole middle of the movie. You know what I meant. Until it crashes. The whole thing crashes. The, the beginning of this movie is introducing the characters. Yes. The middle of this movie is them on the Herald character area. And the last end of the movie is them in New York. Yes. Um, so yeah, Coulson's fanboying over Captain America. And it's like a running thing throughout the movie. Um, Banner. It's an important plot point. It is. It is. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just looking at the notes. Uh, Banner, and Tolstoy discusses, like, yeah, Banner tried. Bruce Banner is the scientist who tried your serum to do other things with it and failed. And now he's the Hulk. And Cap is like, oh, cool. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, back to Loki. Take, oh, now we get to Loki. He's talking to Thanos' henchmen. The other? That's the, that's the other. The other, yes. Okay. And if the other's like, hey, you better do the thing or you're, you're going to die because, you know. This thing's very important. And they look, he's like, I'm God, I don't worry, guy. And the other's like, you better. And so Cap meets Widow. So now Captain meets up with Black Widow at the aircraft carrier. They're all hunkered in for the middle of the movie, like TJ said. And Bruce Banner. Yep, Bruce Banner shows up. And oh, look, the thing flies. What? The big floating ship that also goes invisible. We've never seen this before. We haven't. We haven't. We have seen flying ships that go invisible, X-Men. But 
to this grand scale, we have it. And I remember seeing, I mean, like, I like how they kind of focus on that and make it like really awe inspiring. Like, this movie is, yeah, I mean, it's it's like Captain America is like, is this a submarine? So like he, because he thinks he knows what's coming, yeah. and then obviously he's always out of his depth because he's essentially a seventy year old man. And then Hulk's like, uh, "You're gonna trap me underwater." And then it feels like fly. Oh yeah, that's way 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 worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. But I'm yada yachting over a lot of dialogue and interactions between these characters. It's all great. The dialogue's quippy. It's great. I'll say this now before we continue. I like in this movie a lot compared to more recent films in this series how grounded everything is. Yeah, everything's more grounded in here, and yes. it feels like oh, as the time went on. They focus the war on the comedy. Yes. And that hurts some yes. movies. Yes. I was going to say, like, everyone, people can have their funny moments. I'm fine with that. But, like, people are still, the characters are still serious. And they're still like, oh, we're doing serious things. We're saving the world. And like, there's a, there's, a, there's a reason the best movies in, the, in this whole MCU is the Captain American series. Yeah. Because it's always grounded. Yes. And it's. And it's there's funny moments in it, but it's also always on like a darker tone. Yes, yes. And like I like how the bad guy in this movie never quips. He's he's very clever with his dialogue and witty, but he's not like making jokes. No, and Loki when Loki wants to be, he can be downright terrifying. Yeah, so he was like, you know how much like, I don't like Loki. Like he's good in this movie. Like oh, this is a really good villain for this movie. Like I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit when he's being interrogated, or you know, when, he's talking when, to Black Widow. When he's talking to Black Widow, mm-hmm. and he just when he goes full on evil there. Yes, it's probably the most terrifying he is. Yes. In the movie. Yes, like he's really good. And then cut to ten years later at the Loki show, like, oh, he's just a funny character now. Like, huh. like well, he's this a good guy now. What? He was redeemed in his good guy now, essentially. He had a whole redemption arc. Shut up. I don't like well, that. I don't like it at all. This man kills so many innocent people in this movie. He's like Yeah, but he, he at the same he brought so much destruction to New York City. Like he like Yeah, but he's not on Earth. I mean on the Loki series? Yeah. Yeah, but now you just made him likable after he did such, such a heinous thing. All because he what? found out his mommy and daddy didn't like, they adopted him kind of. Like, get, like where the f up. I mean, that's what gods are. I know, but like, don't make that's him. That's like, that's, that's essentially what it is. And it's like, you just because someone does terrible, horrible things doesn't mean they can't be redeemed eventually. TJ. What? There are instances where people have done horrible things and then they have redeemed. Yeah, but I think there's there's a line to that. Like, once you, like, have caught, once you are the reason, like, a couple thousand to a million people die. But he didn't kill a couple thousand to a million people. I guess in this PG world, that didn't happen, but he didn't realistically, kill he set motions and events to get that Tesseract to the thing that happened to open the gate later in the movie, which I mean, all those creatures I come would argue, flying down. I would argue that was Thanos. Maybe he is Thanos, but he's a pawn and up. Whatever, Loki was part of that. Yeah, but it made it so that those things came into this realm which and just means a endless and destruction. Pawns are sympathetic characters that can nah. realize they're wrong and then they can redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the whole, you know, Thor is here for his brother yes. and not because of everything else. I yes. like that that's the story. I and, love that, too. And everything like that. And and you don't think think that can finally sink in and be like, okay, fine. I mean, it's not like Asgard cares about what happens on Earth. They don't. But I, like, I do like the Thor's like, he's my brother. Now, if, he's a piece now, of shit. Now, and I hate him. So he does terrible now, things. He always tries to kill me, but he's my brother. I love that. That's great. Now, now if Loki was 
wandering around Earth being a superhero, I would agree with you. But he doesn't come back to Earth. He doesn't. He doesn't. But I don't need a series to make him like, oh, he's likable now, guys, and he's quotey and funny. Like, But he's always been likable and funny. Not for me. I like him. I like when he dies in the last one, uh, Endgame, or, or Infinity War, whatever one he dies in. I like that. Because he's becoming, he's, he's becoming good. He does a self-sacrificial thing for his brother. Like, that's good. I like that. That's a good arc right there. Everything after that, I was like, I don't care. I honestly didn't buy him dying, though. What do you mean? Like, him dying? Because he dies in every movie. He does, but, like, that seemed like a real death. Like, that seemed like, okay, they're, they're finally doing serious things because these are the last two movies. But the whole point of the Loki series is to be multidimensional and have all these different realities and stuff. Yeah, so. I don't care for that. In general, not, not not because of the Loki thing, but it's just like that's been done to death now, so I just don't care. How's it been done to death? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty kicked it off. I was like, okay, now everyone's got to do okay, this. Okay, Rick and Morty did it. Ooh. This everything. They didn't all, do it in a, they didn't, all at once. This they didn't do it in a serious Spider Verse remake of my live action one. They didn't do it in a serious way, and then Spider Verse is a single movie. This is a combination of all these characters, and now getting expanded it even further. All characters, like all the MCU characters, now you're expanded it even like, further. Just Loki. I don't see any other characters in that. Well, that's that is that's establishing the um Kang the Conqueror and that thing and establishing all the multiverse stuff that's cut that came afterwards. Yeah. So establish it in the MCU so that we can start branching out even further. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting. That's so exhausting and tiring. It's just content at that point. Like, it's like I feel it's, like instead of just making a story, like I and again, this is me again being a cynical. They're doing it for money. I get it. I know it's me. It's a me problem. It's just like no, it's, at that point, yeah, it's like it's, I, it is a you problem because God. this is just the natu- next natural part of the story. We that's did a big the first jump, part. Though. That's a big jump next. No, story. we no, it wasn't. It is. No, it isn't because jump. because where do you go after the Infinity Stones? Not What's multi-dimensions. No, that's exactly where no. you go next because you got now you're on a cosmic level. You've practically explored every ounce in, of of this universe at this Not point. Really. Now, now you have to go out even Not further. Really, because you get there's other heroes on this Earth and Earth and planets. Like you, you still do, you, you just, still do the Guardians of the Galaxy. You still stay there, but like, I think going multi-dimensional is just such endless possibilities of bullshit exactly it's, it's like, not endless possibilities of bullshit it's endless possibilities for storytelling yeah a bullshit a lot of bad storytelling a lot of mediocre a lot of some good it's like ah, i'm good that's where i tapped out like ah, i'm serious see where this is going when i get why it goes there i get it this is like um you're that's tiring. you're just that's, you're just sit, you're just you're just i'm not being cynical that's like exhausting as f- i feel a lot of people are feeling not, that not it's potential let you do it's whatever potential. you want to do yeah, but like it also can like nah, it's just, it's just not to be able to do whatever you want to do. It's good on paper, but it has, you, it you has, need. It I will say not, you need restrictions. It so has to be able to do whatever you want to do on this scale, it hasn't it? Hasn't and so you can't really knock it until you let it flesh out. I'm not. I'm not knocking. it. I'm just very wary of it, and it's just I know the idea of it's very like but you're, you're already all, you're already shitting different. on just, it, and it's like of course I'm shitting on it. You, you're not giving it a chance to let anything play out. I'm not. I'm giving it a chance. Let I'm. I want things to play out. I just know by the point when we when we get to it, I'm be. I'm already exhausted now, TJ. 
in 2012. Give me 10 more years of this. I'm being yeah, really fucking exhausted. That's really because all we do it. is watch. That's because all we watch is superhero movies. Yeah. If you we were just watching the MCU stuff, you wouldn't feel yes, that I way. Would. Yes, I would. Night one. Yes, I would. No. I, TJ, you're talking to the guy who barely like comic book movies in the first place. And there's Again, no. there's a few good ones here, but I'm not going to say they're all bad. And it's not, I'm not saying I don't want them to do this. Do it, sure. It's just it's not for me. And I, we and would I already see- be done. We would already be done with the MCU if we just covered the MCU. Perfect. That's perfect. So I'm telling you, you would be feeling different. I don't know. No, but um, yeah. Like I'm, I, I want, I want. I want good content to be made for sure. I do want the good things to happen. I just know they're going to do like an all episode. Like, oh, they're all ants. This is not weird and funny. Like, this is why I need restrictions. This is why I need restrictions. They're all ants. An infinity of possibilities. We can do whatever you want. It's a whole ant storyline of the Avenger ants or Avenger frogs, whatever they did in the comics. Like, of course they're doing this. That's so I get like us just quirky and you, cheesy. We might get some stuff like that, but it's not going to be. The- we'll get more than we should. Let's say that. It's like this is no, we no, we won't. They're not going to make a whole movie based on that stuff. <laughs> you say that. You say no, that. I know they won't. They, and they, I'm they not saying it's going to be directed towards adults. It's going to be directed towards children. Like, hey, here's the frog one. Here's the monkey one. The sequel to the no, frog one. Here's the no. CR one. It's like. It'll never happen. God damn. Oh, TJ. Yes, it's going to happen. They have super no, pets already. The movie. That's DC. Yeah. So they're going to do shit like that in Marvel. Once you start running out of ideas, like, oh, that, that happened in the comics. What should do a better version of that? Or just homage it. Like, okay. Anyway, so Loki. Loki is good villain in this movie. I like him. People are characters are serious in this movie. A lot of it's grounded. That's why I was praising the movie. So yeah, Loki is sending Hawkeye to do his deed of infiltrating the the carrier, I think, right? Loki sends Hawkeye. What? No, send, uh, Loki sent a Hawkeye to go get Iridium because they needed to open the portal. Yes, that. So, but Hawkeye needs a distraction yeah, so, and an eyeball. Yeah, so Loki goes up to Ger- goes into Germany and he does some German things in Germany, but while he's being tracked by hawk uh captain america and the, the team and so cap is sent by nick fury to go stop loki so loki's in germany he's having a speech of why he's a dictator and like hey you guys are weak people are stupid just bent in the knee some old guy stands up says i ain't standing i'm not taking a knee F- you loki and loki's like listen motherfucker, i'm gonna curb stomp you loki goes to kill this old man Captain America shows up like i was here before in germany someone did the same thing he didn't out well for him you're dead, Loki. And there's a fight. So Loki fights Cap? Loki fights with Cap and then Tony Stark shows. Yeah, okay. So yeah, Loki fights with Cap. Did you watch this movie or not? Yeah, I was looking at my notes and it's like, I'll be honest, the first act of this movie, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's just, I know where the movie's going. It's like, I'm just waiting for the New York scene to come. That's all. It's like, this whole stuff is great build up for the characters. It's fantastic. It's, it's great. It's just like, I'm just waiting. So yeah, Tony Stark shows up. It's like, hey, Loki, me and my pal Cap here, we're going to kick your butt. Also, I came in blasting music because I'm a showman. That's what I do. And so, it's a little, there's a brawl. Avengers show up. They take Loki. Loki's in the plane. And then, uh-oh, this lightning shows up on a the, on the plane while the Avengers try and go back to the carrier. And what comes with lightning? Thor. Thor comes I down. Like, I, like, I like this scene in the Hellcat carrier where, like, what are you, afraid of lightning? Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm just afraid of what comes with it. Yes. Yeah, all so. the Thor and Asgard shit's great. And so, yeah, Thor comes down, takes Loki off the plane. At Cap, at, at Iron Man's not happy, so Iron Man goes chasing 
Cap's like, I gotta do it too. He just show himself a thing as a hero because Captain America is f***ing awesome. Uh, Loki and Thor have their Shakespeare in the Park moment. Iron Man shows up, starts fighting Thor. Captain America shows up. It's like, hey, stop this child of shit. So the three, Iron Man, Captain America, and f***ing Thor fight it out. They go back thinking, oh, Loki must escape while we're doing this. Loki's still sitting there because he wants to be captured, spoiler alert. because. Well, and you know what's the funny thing is? So, in any other movie, they'd be like, yeah, we called him. In this movie, they all know he's he wants to be yes. here. Yes, like they're taking him because they got to take him. But they all are knowing some bullshit's up at play. Yeah, it's not not a single character is stupid and, and like yes, we call it Loki. This is over. They're just all trying to figure yeah. out why. They're trying. Yeah, they're all trying to find the why to it. And so they all get back to the carrier, and Loki's put in prison, and they're put, he Loki's put into a container that can hold the Hulk essentially. Um, and now they're all kind of meet each other on the on the uh, carrier, and they have their moments. They all talk, and we see who likes who and who doesn't like each you other. You never mentioned, yeah, when um, you never mentioned, and it's already been brought up. Coulson's Captain America trading cards. Coulson's a fan of Captain America. Captain America. And he has trading cards. That's a big plot point. Yeah, it's like it is the giant. It's like the turning point of the entire movie. Spoiler: Coulson dies later, and Nick Fury so for some reason takes Coulson's hearts and dips in his blood and throws them on the table like hey you guys are just little bitches and colson died we'll get to it but yeah we just learned throughout this middle section that tony likes bruce because he's trying to figure out what takes bruce off and when he wants to see bruce become hulk and he also knows that him and bruce don't believe in what nick fury's doing because bruce they're both geniuses and so tony's like i got someone smart to play with so tony thinks bruce is our nick fury's lying for reasons and they don't trust Captain America doesn't like Nick, or Captain America doesn't like Iron Man slash Tony Stark because he's a showmanship. He respects the genius, but doesn't like who he is. Uh, got Widow, who's just trying to save Renner, aka um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Um, who else is here during this middle section? Loki still just trying to antagonize them all. Um, Thor. Thor is there for his brother, really, and that's about it, right? Yeah, it's honestly just a it's a bunch of talking. Yes, and but well, it's, it's almost talking. yeah, it's it's. It almost feels like, to a lesser degree, like a thing movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Where there's something infiltrating their minds and stuff like that, yes. but only it's just manipulation. Yes. It's manipulation is distrust. I, when I first saw it as a kid, I thought the Tesseract was like kind of making them all on edge too. But now it's just Loki being the master of what he does. Uh, Black Widow goes to interrogate Loki in her fantastic way of making them talk to her instead of her talking to them. And she discovers that, oh, he's here for the Hulk to make him go crazy because he's the monster and unstoppable. And so she goes back to the main room where they're all talking. And uh, for some reason, somehow, oh, yeah. And while she did that, Captain America is going to snoop around because he's also now doesn't trust after the Nick Fury. Because Tony's brought up. hacked into, Tony hacked, was hacking into the computers because they're, because him and Bruce were saying, There's, something's fishy here. Why haven't they brought Tony in on this from the beginning? Yes. If, and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they all re-intervene into the same room again. Uh, Widow's like, hey, they're here for the, for, he's here for the Hulk. Cap comes in and is like, hey, they got guns powered by the Tesseract. They're using the Tesseract to make weapons. Fury comes in and is like, f*** yeah, we're making weapons because these guys over here are gods are like made powerful than us. There's more human, there's more life out there. We got to catch up. And now they're just all angry at each other. They're all fighting yes. and arguing. While that's happening, 
Jeremy Renner and his red shirt show up and if where is security? What? Why did this they just allow this to happen? Security? Yeah. yeah. For as like for as grand as movie is and how great it is, like a lot of like the ship feels empty. Like where's everyone at? Are they just what? are yeah, they all like, just scientists on this board? Are they all just flying the ship? Like, yeah, like where's security? Like I get the idea that they have Hawkeye, so he would know all the protocols and stuff like yeah. that. But at the same time, you're the greatest spy agency in the world. They have Hawkeye. Yes. Why aren't you checking the protocols? Exactly. Or changing the protocols from what they were originally. Or you think they all would know, be on a lookout. Like, you think, like, where the ship comes I don't know. It's like, why is the ship? I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's like, how? But, you know, movie's got a movie. So and no one thought and no one thought that you know maybe that the staff could be tracked the staff as in oh the, uh, the yeah yeah the staff the scepter yes <laughs> like whatever <laughs> yeah there's a lot of questions like what happens uh so Renner sorry Hawkeye shows up infiltrates the base chaos assumes in the process he destroys um uh, um a wing a motor a a motor yeah a motor that's what's called we, he destroy he destroys one of the fans yeah that keeps them above because we need to give iron man and captain america something to do in this scene <laughs> which is like why cap why not thor it makes sense i get, I get why thor because thor's gotta fight yeah i know i get that but it makes sense like <laughs> to have thor do it but yeah um so yeah during this scene like i said thor's fighting hulk to calm him down black widow trying to run from the things happen well they're trying to figure like, out here's what i don't understand yeah. like Hawkeye causes the an explosion, and now everything's in chaos. Yes. And everyone starts fighting. Captain America and Iron Man go and fix the engine. Yes. Black Widow is trapped with Hulk. Yes. And she's like, there's this whole horror scene going on yes. here. Where is Thor this entire time? I thought the same thing. Like, when he just disappeared? Like, why has he got this grand entrance? Like... I thought the yeah, same thing. He was like, he just de- disappears for a good 10 yeah. minutes in this section here. Maybe he's trying to find Black Widow or maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe they were, to- all in, they were all I in know. the same room. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. But yeah, Thor comes in and saves the day. Um, yeah, and saves Black Widow from. Yes. I mean, do you think they were setting up the romance from the beginning? Her and here? Um, Bruce. Bruce. Because it's there's a they have a lot of interactions. They do, but I don't know if they planned it or not. Yeah, I think you think I because it, it does it does feel like they just kind of happens. Hey, let's just do this. Yeah. Like again, it never felt natural to me their relationship. No, no, it, it felt it felt yeah weird. yeah it just felt. But, I feel like they're just you know, friends. Like she's like really good friends with them. So she gravitates them for some reason. But but you can argue that they had a lot of interactions in they this do. movie. They definitely do. They definitely do. But like no, the after. The, the Black Widow being chased by Hulk and the way she was shaken by it, I don't see a relationship happening. No. Um, nah, that's dark. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know her as a person, so maybe. Well, I mean, he, if you're if you're enough to terrify a, a, one of the most dangerous assassins in the world who is not supposed to be emotional at all. Exactly. So. And she's not, I don't think she's attracted to the Hulk. She's attracted to Bruce Banner, probably. And or maybe she like her and the and the Hulk and when he's in the Hulk form, she just likes. I just had it. I lost it because what you said is very true. But like maybe she, maybe she just bonds with that for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. It just there was just a lot of interactions to been like. Oh, I see why they did yeah, that. But it just never felt natural to me. No. And you know another thing that felt weird to me watching this rewatching this movie. Yeah. It feels like the cast is small. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't it? Because like, we, we focus because there's so much of these characters with a focus on most of everyone else is like not that. Not, not, not even, even that. that. Yeah, it feels I'm like it just doesn't feel like there's enough Avengers. What do you mean like if you at any of the like bigger movies now that there's yes. like a yes. lot of people. Yes. This one feels rather like empty yes. as far as like oh that's right it's only these these five. It's like oh. Yes. No, um, I was watching the movie and thinking the same thing. Like, this movie is really good. It's very good. But 10 years pass, 20 years pass by the time I released this thing, movies have become so much more grander and way more action feel. Like, this movie feels so, you said, empty and weaker in comparison. Yeah. Even though it's still I a mean, good movie. I mean, and at the time, it was yes. fantastic. Yes. It was like the, it's innovative. Well, I don't, yeah, innovative it in a way. So it's like, I mean, it, it, I'm not trying to knock no, it, but just. But, after experiencing what they do later with some of the yes. other stuff, it just it just feels smaller. Like even in Avengers Two, the uh, Age of Ultron, that feels grander than this. But also, that's yeah, why this... I think this movie works so well because it's so grounded and you're focused on the characters being real characters. Yeah, it's very tightly written. Yes, it's very well executed in that aspect. Every main, every character, main character has a point. Yes, yes, except for maybe Maria Hill, which is um. Kobe oh, Smothers. Yeah. yeah, she's just there, kind of, but not really. I think she's there because they knew what they were doing with Nick Fury. They need someone to take his place. Yes, yes, yeah. This is yeah. This movie's really well, well executed. And I'll I'll say this now: for two and a half hours, it does not feel like two and a half hours. No, it went by fairly yeah. quickly. Just because you're very, very engaged with all the dialogue, with the character motives, like you, this is very well made. It's and then the last so third good. of it is nothing but a giant action yeah. scene. So it's like exactly, and it pays off well. So yeah, anyways, Renner Hawkeye infiltrates, frees Loki. During this process, Loki lets Thor to the ground, drops him out the sky. Banner is taken out and taken to the ground too because he's the Hulk, and he, they just you know they drop the two biggest guys to the ground because they can't take the hit. Well, no, they didn't j- drop the Hulk. The Hulk they <laughs> got shot with a helicopter, and he jumped, jumped out. out after it and fell oh, that's, that's like an idiot. We'll talk about a Hulk real quick. Okay. I like the, I like the version. Of, I like this version of the Hulk as in I I I wish they would have dived dove more into the creature side of the Hulk. Like we got that for like two movies, this and Avengers Ultron, and then we just get a more tamed Hulk, which I'm fine with. Like I get it. But I wish we could have seen him really do some menacing destruction. Like see him being truly unstoppable. I think I think we would have needed an actual Hulk movie for that. Yeah, a proper one for the MCU. Yeah, but I don't think they have there was some kind of rights issue or something that i know but just it would have been nice to see like and it could have been like an hour and it could have been i feel like a hulk movie should be short because like there's so much you could do of that so like seeing him like take on a planet or a city i don't think we've ever seen a short hulk movie. no that's the problem they've all been like (laughs) let's get really deep with the character like don't you don't have to it's the hulk he just destroys things that's all i want to see it's destruction i think that would have been a great 90 minutes of like how can a government try to stop the hulk physically and just keep failing stuff. Like, it'd be great. It'd be a great action movie. Um, I want to see him dumb menace, make him menacing. Like, I could be, like, afraid of the character. But, yeah. but he's, I'm missing him that. Um, so, the Loki's freed. Hulk and Thor are on Earth now, on flat ground. Uh, Widow fights Renner. Widow fights, I keep calling him Renner. Widow fights Hawkeye, knocks him out. He's cured. Head to the head, cures them. Um, yeah, I mean, Hawkeye kind of got the shirts and the staff in this movie. He did, but at the same time, I did like his character and his role in this movie. Yeah, I know. It's just like he's captured in the first yes. two-thirds of the movie, and then he gets he gets to be in the action scene at the end. Yeah, but I guess I think they could have done it the other way, making like make Black Widow captured. 
Uh, I think that would have been bad too, though. Why? Because then you got the uh, female exactly, as a damn and that's why they didn't do it. I was gonna, I was gonna say that like like it would have made sense to have her capture because we had more time with her throughout the movies instead of him. But that reason, it's like the female character is you, now that. But I don't think you really need anyone being captured. I think you kind of do it to make the like infiltration like this kind of believable and like betrayal. I like shit like that. So like seeing stuff like that in this movie is like fine with me. Yeah, I mean. It wasn't terrible. It's just I always thought he kind of got a shorthand of the staff here. Yeah, yeah. But it's like still, it's still like executed well. Um. So yeah, Tony and Captain say the ship, the fan propeller things. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Who else? Oh, uh, uh, the guy dies. Coulson dies. He gets stabbed by Loki. And, but he shoots Loki, so that's cool, I guess. But he's dead. He's died. He dies. He's bloodied all over. After Loki drops Thor. Yes. He drops Thor into. How did Loki get out of the thing? Uh, I, I was just going to say the same thing, but I just watched the scene happen. One of the guys who was with Jeremy Renner went to Loki and freed him. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought the same thing. How the f*** did he get out of there? Because I didn't catch the guy in the corner because Coulson comes on this, or Thor comes on the scene and Loki's just walking out of the cage. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, what? No, you see the guy then, quickly for a second. Blinking, you'll miss and then it. Thor, and then Thor jumps at him and... Of course, it's an after image because he always falls for that. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, Coulson's dying. He doesn't have his cards on him. His, his Captain America cards on. They're not on his dead body. His dead bloody body. Just a heads up. And so, yeah, um, look, he escapes. He gets a Tesseract? Yeah, he gets a Tesseract, I guess. He always, he always had a Tesseract. Well, what the f*** was it at? Hawkeye had it. Or Celtic had it. The doctor had oh, it. Oh, he band. just gets a scepter, I guess. Wait, does he get this? No. Why is he escaping? Why did he get caught? He got caught because he was trying to rile them up and skip and separate them all so they can't come together. Well, you know, even if they come together. Yeah, I know. He he miscalculated by killing Coulson. No, but I'm saying, actually... even if they did come together, like, let's say that he killed Coulson and they could have come together, the plan still could have gone off, right? Like, if he's confident enough, I guess he wasn't confident well, and enough. that's kind of the other reason why he's there. He's also biding time so that... that yeah. So Selvick can finish doing what he's doing that makes more sense he's trying to keep them keep them from coming together as a team and trying to stop yeah. him by separating them but while he's doing that he's also distracting them so that self can do what he needs to do now do you think colson let's say he doesn't kill colson just hurts colson's so that's like knocks him out or something but colson lives do you think the avengers still would have done their thing and been motivated Spoiler. to save the world or Spoiler, Coulson does live. He's dead. No, I know he's, he's alive he goes, in a f***ing stupid show. But he goes to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know. Trust me, I know. I, I, my head cannon, he's dead. Cause he goes to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's, he's still dead. alive, everybody. They just never tell the Avengers. Yeah, he's dead. But, so let's say he does live. Do you think the Avengers still try to save the planet? Like, why wouldn't they try to save the planet, right? They would, they would try they would to save the planet. No, I just don't think they would stay together if that makes sense you don't think so because they don't have a, i don't this is the whole point of it is that they have a common thing now they all lost something here you know what i mean they all got their asses kicked they all lost like colson dying is more along the line of bringing tony and uh steve together it's yes. as much because they were friends with them essentially yes. and everyone else is pretty much brought together because they got their asses kicked by loki so now they're all formed together here in that way 
So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still think they would probably have worked together. I just don't think it would work as well because you would still have them at each other's throat the entire time. You know what I mean? But see, I hope but I, I don't I don't buy his death motivating him like that because I feel like through these movies, they're still they get better at it, but they're still kind of at each other's throats. Like Cap does respect Honey a little bit more, but I feel like there's still like some kind of tension between them. Not well, much. Yeah, because they're, they're, cause they're complete opposite. Yeah, so like I don't think his death. But, like, there is, if they didn't have that moment to bring them together, then there would be, like, Captain America would be like, he would do whatever he needs to. But Tony Stark's an egomaniac. He'd be like, I'm not working with this guy ever again. Screw this. I guess. I guess. I guess. Like, every movie, Tony has someone that he cares about dies. Or something that he did causes someone that shouldn't have died. Because he constantly needs something to rein him in because he's such an egomaniac. I know, I know. But I guess... (laughs) Maybe the last two movies of the Tony Stark movies, the Iron Man's, should have had more Coulson than him together, bonding or whatever. To f- not bonding, but you know, I don't know. I just didn't really buy this. But that's not that's not his character. I know, I know, I know. He doesn't really bond with people, but he he does get attached yes. to people. If that makes sense, you know what yes. I mean. Like he does like Coulson. Like, he does like him. He likes Coulson, but he's not going to hang out with no. Coulson. But I think so, I, I kind of wish they would have showed a little bit more of him, like subtly, like showing, like I do like you, Coulson, but like you know, but not like, outright doing so. Even, but even like when Shoney showed up on the helicarrier here, he's talking to Coulson, yeah. and they're like, you know, I'll take you to Portland to go see your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like he's like it's there. It's just in little snippets, and the only way that Tony knows how to do. Yes, yeah. I just, I just, I never felt like Coulson's death was enough to unite them. I mean, I, I'm glad it did. I'm glad, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I just never felt it. Well, I mean, like for for Tony, it was an, enough. Like I said, the reality check him into into joining a team. For for Steve, it's pretty much guilting him into yeah. it, and then. For for everybody else, I mean, Black Widow and everyone else is revenge. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, Coulson was just like a trigger realizing, okay, we lost this fight. And if we need to work together here in order to do it. Yeah, I get that, I guess. So, yeah. I also, we we also forgot to mention that they didn't want to pay Natalie Portman. So, they just show a picture of her oh, and say, hey, she's safe. She also got the shaft. <laughs> a lot of people got shafted through these movies. I don't know if she wanted to be in this movie, honestly. Whatever it was, there was yeah. There was, there was a period of time. Well, no, she was in Dark World. Not this, but at the same time, I'm glad she's not like, I don't, like what could they have done for a character in this movie, though? You know, I know. Like, what if Paltrow is barely in yeah. the movie, like, for, for no reason? Exactly. Like, I get, like, yeah, they're still, the universe is big, but you don't really need these characters. But I guess they could have just replaced Selvik with. Why? Um, Oh, yeah. With Natalie Portman, if they wanted to put her in it. If, it would give more more of a motivation, too, I guess. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So. Well, that's, see, that goes into the thing, though, of, like, making the female brainwashing the damsel. Yeah, but, it's, but like, it's different when it's the scientist girl and not the, and you still have the. Yeah, but she's still a damsel, essentially, in that situation. Like, save me, Thor. Like. But, like, if you still have Hawkeye as the guy, it's like, oh, okay, you, yeah. you got both of them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because you, now you got a motivation for, for both Thor and Natasha um, and Natasha yeah. to go into it. I mean, Selvig is a motivation for Thor, sure, but he's just like, he's just a friend. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just, I think I still look... It would have it would have, it would have rubbed people the wrong way to see. Nat- well, she's a named person, too. 
especially at that time, she was still bigger than Jeremy Renner. So to see that character to Patil, like, save me. So it's like, mm. I don't think it would have been like, save, save me. It's because like, Jeremy Renner wasn't saved. No. Dr. Selvig wasn't saved. You know what I mean? It was but, just, oh, accident, you got hit in the yeah, head. It just comes off that way, that's all. It's just like, your character is now this, that the other character just got to go. I, 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 I think the, the way they, I didn't, I didn't really get the feeling that the characters would have been damsels in distress. It was like, I got the feeling that, hey, Loki is such a threat that he can take anybody over. Yeah. No, I just see them so. like as, Mac- as MacGuffins at that point. I just feel like you're yeah, getting I, a name, I mean, character, name person like Natty Portman and putting her in that role. It's like, oh. Well, that's what they did with the Doctor guy. Yeah, but I think she, but she's a bigger name than him, I feel, at the time. Right. But who cares? It's like it's, it's like, nah, it's like getting it's like getting a big name now and putting them in a role like that. It's like why would you put them in like them? what if Paltrow is a big name and she's resorted to like two scenes? Yeah, but she's still still she, she's still in the movie and B. Like I guess, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. You want to get as many of the actors as you can in the movie. Yeah, I guess. I, I just I think it would have came off wrong for some people. That's all. I'm not saying it would have been terrible. I'm saying it would have nah, came off. I don't think it would have because this is 2012. Yeah, people are still <laughs> not as not as they are today. Yeah, true, true. So it would have been fine. They'd be like, oh. Okay. Ah, I would have felt bad for that. So Coulson dies. He says some things to the fear like Don't worry, she'll always be Padme. That's the thing. She was a Star Wars, so like, why not have the lady in here? Um, exactly. Yeah, that's all. Uh, she played Padme. She's used to playing damsels in the track. Well, Star Wars is different. It's more of a oh, serious okay. movie than this. Oh, full of damsels. What? Full of damsels. Yeah. Um, Coulson mutters to Nick Fury. And uh, he dies. And Nick Fury's like, I'm going to need some of your blood real quick for these cards. I don't mind if I dip this in real quick. <laughs> I'm not convinced he did that. <laughs> what? I'm not convinced he even did that. I'm I, I'm pretty sure he went and got the cards, went to the kitchen, and put ketchup <laughs> on them. <laughs> Whatever. He, 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 no, it had to be Colson's blood. Because you have two of the smartest men at the table right there. They would have smelled an inkling of ketchup. Like, whoa, this isn't real. So he had to, either he or he had someone else take the cards and like dip them in his blood. Maybe it's not Colson's blood. No, it has to be. There's no way. I mean, well, maybe, maybe someone else. It has to be. It has to be blood, right? Maybe he said, "Come here, I'm cutting you real quick." <laughs> Ridiculous. Somehow he got blood on the cards. Not gonna ask questions. And um, he throws it on the table from Tony Stark and the other Avengers. Like, hey guys, got our asses kicked. Y'all f-ed up. Play better next time. This should motivate you guys. And That's cool not speech. how it plays. It's a cool speech. I'm not. I'm, I can't, I'm not gonna say it. Worth for TV. But- no, but like it's a cool speech, but it's a manipulative speech. For sure, it is. He's he's like, oh man, we lost. I mean, it's supposed to be he. A he dipped cards into someone's blood. Manipulative. He lied. Why he had the test rats manipulative. He's manipulating the whole time. <sighs> yeah, but no, he's but like specifically worded that speech to manipulate both Tony. And Steve, yeah. he's like, he says something for about, um, you know, heroes and stuff like that. And it's like, Tony gets up and walks away. And he's like, yeah, it's a shame that we're losing like this. I guess it's just an old fashioned kind of thinking. And it's like, uh, then he got Steve. He's, <laughs> it's the manipulative thing. He's like, he's not, he's not like asking them to do it for the good. He's like, <laughs> now you're gonna do it. I want you to. Yeah. Go. Oh yeah. Um, and it works. Uh, so we cut to Natasha talking to uh, Hawkeye. She's like, "Hey, Hawkeye, you're back to the team. Uh, missed you, Boo. Missed you, Boo. Every trying to figure out why Loki. I'm, I'm looking at my notes real quick. I'm sorry. So yeah, she gets Loki. She gets Hawkeye. And uh, after that, they don't. They're not like 
romantically involved. No, I know they're not. She's like, I missed your friend. That's a, a, what happens after this is like, okay, that team gets their ass six, and they're all trying to talk. They all she's talking to Hawkeye, and they're like, hey, welcome back, Steve and uh, Steve and Iron Man are talking, and Iron Man trying to figure out what happened, why it's happening, et cetera, et cetera. He's talking like, oh, Loki needs a big thing. It's he can, he's because he's he still does it for acting and for the show. Like, oh, he's just me. He needs my tower because it's self sufficient and big and bright. Got it, stone bitch. And so he goes, uh, Tony goes to tell Tony, no, I guess Steve Rogers goes to tell Natalie and Jeremy to suit up, time to beat Avengers, you know, to New York City. And they all head to New York City. So does Thor, I guess. He knows where to go. Well, he goes after Loki and, and where the portal is open. How does he know? Because there's a giant portal in the sky. Yeah, but like, how far can that be seen? They're right next to New York City. Are they? Yeah. So they were just in Germany. And they were flying no, they've been, to... They've, they've been flying the entire yeah, time. To New York City or just flying to fly? New York City was the day before. Yes, and then they get to Germany. Right, I and mean, then Germany was the night. The Germany was the night before. We don't know how long they've been on. I this know, ship but like, why point. are they flying back to New York City? Why aren't they just roaming the Earth? Well, they're like out over the Atlantic, yeah. which is I right guess. near New York yeah. City. Because they, when they scramble the Japs, it's like right there. I mean, the Atlantic's pretty big, but I guess you're right. Um, so yeah, they're flying too. And it's like above Stark Tower, which is like the giant building. This giant. Yeah, no, I, no, I get that. But I'm saying like. So you can see a pr- that portal from pretty far away. Is all I'm saying. I, I guess, but like the yada yada over how they got Banner there. I didn't know how they got Thor there. That's all. Like I know Stark said I called someone to call Banner. Sure, whatever. But like, how does Thor know? Unless he can sense it or something. But like, I mean, I guess how did he know where Loki was in the first place? Right? He just senses Loki. Right. He probably could sense Loki yeah, as yeah. Guardian Blood can sense each other or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well. Um, Loki doesn't have in his guardian. Oh, you're right. Point, but you're right. <laughs> Maybe it's the magics. Yeah. So, anyways, Loki's at Stark Tower. Tony gets there first. Like, hey, man, we're gonna kick your ass because we got a Hulk, and you know you're gonna get your ass kicked. And the rest of the Avengers show up. No, he tries to take him over first. Oh yeah, Loki tries to take manipulate St- Tony with the scepter. Finds out Tony's got a fake heart because of his. Thing. So is that what the scepter does? It it takes over your heart. It's the first time Loki's. Could you could he tap him on his head and tip to it? I mean, you would think that'd be the first thing he would tap for in general, right? It's the head. Yeah, I just don't, I'm just curious how the scepter yeah. works. Is all. Yeah, it's the thing that does things when the script needs to do things, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, they all get they all descend onto the tower, but it's too late because Loki and him, the Doctor unleash a portal, and Chaos assumes this 30 minute fight sequence of Avengers teaming up against CGI the Red Chitauri. Yeah. Big battle that is like big and cool watch it it's probably the set piece that set the standard from here on out honestly not only did it set the standard i was thinking i was watching it it's so good this sequence it's really well executed and you see a lot of the team up and like you see a lot of great shots of things the second avengers doesn't have that in my opinion uh most of the team of movies after this not counting the captain america movies just they lack a comparison to this but they always want to reference this scene like hey remember new york remember what happened yeah it's like their death star like they always got a reference to because it, it was such a pinnacle because, thing. Yeah, it was a it's it's hard to uh what's one up it or or whatever. Not I was trying to mimic yes. it essentially. Yes, and so they they all they, I think only in Infinity War slash Endgame is when they like put that behind them. Yeah, when they finally got back. Yeah, they finally which, figured it which out. Which they go back in time to the place, but whatever. 
Yeah, I think <laughs> <That's true too. laughs> this is such a like a main thing in this series. Like they just could not get away from it. So yeah, that that's me yeah. saying that. Turn this review off and go watch it because it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I, there's no reason to go through the and scene not. by scene yeah. in New York. They fight it, the bad it, guys. Just, they figure out how to stop the bad guys. They close the portal. They save. Well, yeah, I mean, we do you do got to mention that the the shadow government tries to shoot a nuclear weapon at. Yeah, New York. because shadow government sucks. Tony's like, yeah. So like, who are these guys? How do they have a new? Yeah, right. It's like. Like, uh, are they the U.S. government? Who are they? I guess they have their people in everywhere, so they can, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they shoot the nuke at the it city. It makes no sense to me. I thought only governments had nukes, but... I mean, <laughs> you think that. <laughs> I hope that's only the case, but probably not. If someone else had a nuke, I think they would have used it by now. So, yeah, the Avengers are awesome, guys. Watch the movie. Uh, and Tony's, Tony, yeah. And Tony's like, Tony take throws a nuke at... Throws a nuke at the mothership, I yes. guess. Yes, and I guess the mothership's a hive mind, so once he blows up the hive mothership, they all die on the planet. All the, all the uh, what are they? Chitari. Yeah, the bad guy alien guys just collapse and die. Uh, Tony does the, he saves the planet, but he just falls to Earth because he's ran out of oxygen. Hulk catches him, yells in his face, wakes him up. Shwarma. Tony wants Shwarma. Saying that because post credits later. And so the day is saved, and they capture Loki, and... I didn't like this part. I did not like how this movie ended after this because I feel it's just like oh, and yada yada. Like they did, I mean, they did the news clips and like hey, people died, people were mourning, but the ventures are cool, They're here to stay. Who's gonna pay for this? The news clips. I thought the news clips are fine because it shows that you know some people think they suck, some people think yes. And, they're dangerous. Just feels and, you know. like the movie was so like if that feels like a montage. And then while there's this, there's a uh, closing monologue, we see the Avengers split up and do their own thing. Loki take or well, Thor Lo- takes Loki. Thor Thor's got to go home. with Yes, Loki. Thor goes home with Loki. I understand that, but then Tadasha and uh, Hawkeye disappear to the spy things. Yeah, because they got to go back to work. Man and Bruce drive off on Bugatti. It just felt, it yeah, felt because, very because, weird. Because Bruce offered, or uh, Tony offered Bruce a job. Yeah, but like they don't, they, none of these characters have any more dialogue after the fight. That's I wish they were saying like till next time, or they was they were say something. But like it's just that's it. There's no more dialogue from them. Let's just, just do their thing. Because Nick Fury is doing a deal. I know, but it's like I want. I, he's like he's explaining like you know that you know they're they're. Pretty much on break now. They'll come back when they're. I know, needed. I know, I get that, but it just felt weird. That's all. This 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 last bit of this movie felt just off. Nah, I thought it was like bookended fine. I didn't. I didn't because you know, we we opened up with the monologue, the monologue from the villains and and how they're gonna win, and then we end with the monologue from the good guys and how they did win. Yes, I just I just feel it just it was. We'll get more of them I, in the I next know, movies. I know, I know, I, I know. It just felt like how the movie ended. It felt like it felt like. Oh, we have to end it. That's how we end it. That's all. That's yeah, it. I thought it was fine the way it was because we've had these guys throughout the entire movie. Now we're seeing how everyone else is reacting to yeah. them and what's in how Shield is doing and what the Shadow Council yes. is doing after Nick Fury decided to take our missile launcher to his own ship to stop a nuclear weapon. Um. So yeah, that happens. Tony Stark's building, rebuilding the Avengers Tower now, and that's. It for that, right? And credits. Yeah, and then the movie ends. And then the first credit, post credit scene is the other talking to Thanos. Thanos looks at the camera, and is like, "Hey, look, it's Thanos." Yeah, I'll see you in ten movies from now, look, guys. Yeah, let's see you in a few movies now. <laughs> no, I, I'll keep. I'll make. I'll make brief appearances in other movies. Yes. Like I'll, I'll show my hand grabbing the glove at one. <laughs> I'll be in Guardians for a little while, but... I'll be referenced a few times, but you'll see me with a different face in the last two movies of the series. I'm like, okay, Thanos. Uh, and then <laughs> we get the last credit scene, and it's just 
the Avengers even stronger. Yep. And that's the movie, guys. That's 2012 The Avengers. And Avengers is the reason why Schwarmer sales skyrocketed yes. that year. I remember the hearing news articles like Swarm was popular. Like I want to try it. I still haven't tried it. I don't even know what it is. I think it's like a, a, I'm not gonna say the word. I'm gonna get critic a gyro, a gyro, probably. I don't know. It's meat, obviously. If I don't know what kind of meat it is. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, TJ? I thought it was fine. It was exactly what I remembered it was. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was better than I. It's better than I remembered, honestly. Yeah, it was like two and a half hours done right. Yes. Yes. It's like. I did not. It did not feel like two and a half hours. And I've seen this movie before. So you think like, okay, I've seen it before. So it's got. Yeah, and I've seen this movie a lot. Yeah, too. have you? And it's yeah. Like I for a while, I would like rewatch the MCU every time a new movie came mm-hmm. out, and, until it got impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I've seen this movie quite a few times, and every time it's always fun to watch. It really is. Like this, it's just Jesus is so good. Uh, the characters, again, I like that this, everything's grounded for being a superhero movie and that people are serious. Uh, There's a reason why this movie is still look upon as finally. Yeah, as yeah. Like, you know, you, anybody, talk to anybody who says about Avengers, like, that movie's great, you know? Exactly. Whereas every other movie is got mixed. You got people who don't like it, people who do like it. I don't think I've ever met anyone who said this movie no. is bad. You can nitpick it for sure for like a few small things, but those don't those little things don't. Take away from overall the experience. Um, so yeah, so I guess what would you rate this, DJ? A number out of ten, which is you tell me. I'm giving the five. So yeah, okay. <laughs> DJ, you rating? No, I'm waiting for you to give me a number Why? because I know that's not your real number. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you first. What's your number? I'm, I'm waiting to see what you draw, it. So help me God, I will push the stop recording button now and not give us a, <laughs> a full rating. Well, why don't you want to go first? I asked you first. That's why, damn it. Why don't you want to no, go first? I'll say Marcus? this. This movie has solidified that I like Captain America as my favorite hero from the MCU easily. Oh, yeah. He's... He's been mine yes. for a long time too. For for me, it was I like I was younger. I was younger, so I like oh America. Or Iron Man's great. He's flashy. He's cool. But no, it's Captain America. Nah, I've always it was always Captain America for me. I like the voice characters because because Cap, Captain America is super. Yes, man. exactly. He's genuinely a good character and a good person. That's why he's able yeah. to later on do Thor's thing. But like, he's genuinely a good guided person. I don't know. I think I'm. I want to say eight. Honestly, see that's what, oh yeah, easily this movie's easily an eight or a nine. I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to give it. But I'm just thinking about the other movies that I like better in the series and wondering if they are like nines or tens. You know what I mean? I mean? How you hold up like that? How you judge it like that? Fascinating. Like I might my, my instincts tell me eight, but it might be a seven in comparison. Wow, to what I think? Wow, that's so weird. Well, I'll tell you this: I'm giving this movie a nine out of ten. Okay, because that's fair. Th- there's too much good about this movie for, for being a, a ensemble cast movie that did so damn well. It's just it's good. It's good. I, li- yeah, I like I Loki I- in this. I like a lot of things in this movie. And there's not much I do not like about this movie. For, again, two and a half hours, and I feel like to, I could watch it again right now and like be happy I'm watching it again. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can watch this at any point in yes. time. Really, if we're two, again, it's, and that's saying something because we don't like long movies. Yeah, yeah, but I think I'm going to go an eight because there's a couple movies later that I really yes. like that are better than this. But I don't know if they're tens. No, nothing's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but there's 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 movies that that can be tens, not perfect. It's just what you think is that's fair. You know the the epitome of what you think movies that's are. That's fair. Oh, there's another point I was gonna say. Um, I think what also helped this movie, which DC does not do and is lacking at the time of these movies and later on, what this movie did right 
was putting the Captain America movie and Thor movie out right before it. Yeah. To help you like those characters, understand the character motivations more without wasting the time in this movie. Exactly. So, you didn't need to waste yes. time introducing them into there. You just needed their introductory scene and then you knew who they were. And it all. worked so well. Because even and I, the best part about that, let's say Captain America, you hated him in the movie, Captain America movie. You didn't have time to like mull, mull over it because the next movie came out the next year. So there's going to be no recasting. So like, they kind of made you have to like those characters or understand them. And that's like smart right. on their part. Whereas DC's like, oh, you don't like this Superman movie? We'll revisit it in five years. Hope you like it then. It's like, that's too much time, DC. So this is, this is did it right. Um, but yeah, nine out of 10. I highly enjoyed it. I highly recommend this movie. Yeah. It still holds up after 10 yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah.